0: hey everybody welcome to hard reboot i'm alan i'm matt and i'm jake and this month we are going to be discussing faust
1: this should be buck wild and interesting. Also, happy birthday to us. We did it. One year. Happy, happy One year.
2: Our
0: birthday is today.
2: Hey. One, one calendar. Well, we don't know. I don't know what our actual <laughs> birthday is. I, I doubt Probably it's the day sad. this comes out. That would be. Our birthday uh,
0: is approximately this episode.
2: Yes. Yes. That doesn't ring as well. No. Um, so here's the fun thing about Faust is I know the general idea of Faust and literally fucking nothing else. So I am pants. Well, we are back to form and I am just pantsing this one.
0: Well, so, then I'm going to throw the ball
2: into your court. Why don't we talk about what do you know about Faust? He made a bargain for his soul.
1: Accurate.
2: That's kay. it. That's literally it. Cool. Um, so where he was a, most... he was a either a Marvel or a DC Comics character. I think he was a DC character. <laughs> I
0: think he was DC. Um, so what most people may know Faust from, but not actually know Faust, is the term Faustian bargain. Um, which is exactly what Jake said. It is making a deal with the devil. It is making a deal that basically, in the common vernacular now, it just kind of means that you are doing something, but you're going like you're getting someone to do something for you, but it's not going to wind up being good for you. Yes. So, um, kind of what I would like to do, we had mentioned last time that the genre was sci fi. I want to take inspiration from Bioshock. And I want the medium to be audio diaries. Oh.
1: Okay.
0: okay. So my idea is that these are audio diaries left by Faust before, during, after, and ending with probably his death of His choice and his bargain, why he made it, and what happened in the aftermath, told from his perspective.
1: Okay, I need to ask, what's the context of these audio diaries? Like, are these like collectibles in a game? Are these like an ARG for a movie? Like...
2: Or is this just a podcast? Or is this just a podcast?
1: (laughs) Is this going to be another podcast that we have to make, Alan? I'm not not making a new podcast this
2: year, so y'all are on your own.
0: My original idea, it's funny that you should mention ARGs. My original idea was torn between straight up Bioshock Audio Diaries. These are collectibles in a video game or something like that or that it would be an ARG, not necessarily tied to a movie or anything like that, but just something that exists on the web of, you know, this fake, maybe like a, a website for a, a space travel company. And within it, if you dig deep and you kind of start looking, the tale of Faust begins to unfold to you through these audio
2: diaries. Well, it's got to be for something. It can't just be a wild ARG, a, a, a homeless ARG. Why not? Who's paying for it?
1: And also, oh. like, like the context of the game <laughs> or of the property that an ARG backs is what kind of fleshes, what that thing is fleshing
0: out? Well, I, maybe maybe ARG is the wrong term for it because what I'm seeing is that it's like it is a website that is designed to tell the tale of Faust in this particular way. It's not tied to anything necessarily. It's just the store, a medium for telling the story. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. It's like, it's it's not a
0: game necessarily. It's just, you have to work, not really work, but you have to dig to get the story, like not make it impossible to get, obviously, because then people will get frustrated. But have it be one of those things that like a reddit uh, subreddit would spring up about and be like, "Oh my God, have you seen the update to the Faust page? and this is how you can find the newest audio clip and that kind of thing.
1: I'm picturing this as like almost like a um senior level project for like a interactive digital media student at a university somewhere?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: but hopefully less pedantic. I mean. I, student, I mean, really. I, I uh, digital media marketing tends to not be super pedantic. They, they kind of want it to hit the broadest audience. That's the whole true. deal of marketing. <laughs>
0: well, and but I don't. Mr. I works don't the college. To, <laughs> I don't want it to be a marketing tool. I just want it to be a storytelling experience. Well, I meant
1: I meant the new like there's new things that are like digital media arts. Like people oh, that, that are doing like that intermedia is true. And transmedia storytelling, things like that. Um, I did
0: a whole senior paper on that when I was in my undergrad. So I what do, do you guys think about it? I know that it's very lofty. Um, so I'm fully expecting Jake to poke a lot of holes into it. Um, but I think it's a good starting place.
2: I mean, here's the thing. We don't actually have to make it. So <laughs> there's, there's no, like, cause if, if we, if we, if we were, if this was a meeting where we were like, let's make this thing. Then like yes I would be like no we can't do this because no one is paying for it and this would cost an exorbitant amount of money for hosting and for web design and all of that shit but if it's just like fakey fake bullshit time then like whatever I think we can run with it I think it makes sense yeah I'm on board
0: so my my initial thought was that Faust was the president of this company Like this fake space travel company, whatever. Okay. And so the first audio clip is a, Hi, my name is Gregory Faust, and this is space tech. And here you can travel to Mars and da-da-da-da-da. But have like Easter eggs throughout the website that point you in different directions. And basically what seems like audio tape number one is actually like audio tape number six. Because the first five like the first three maybe were before the bargain the fourth is the bargain and then the next is this introduction into the thing that he bargained for and then after that it's everything going to hell
2: i don't i don't necessarily like the order of that i i think cuz the the tale of faust which again i know zero about seems to make the most sense if it is if you see the downfall in real time, like you have to see the bargain and then the downfall. If the, if the start of it, if the first thing you find is actually the sixth thing and it's after he's already made the bargain, then however far into the ARG where you find those first five, is it, it means less as opposed to like, you have to find the next part of the story. And also narratively, it makes more sense if he's trying to get this thing to work and it doesn't work. And then he makes the bargain. And then it works, but at a cost.
1: So maybe maybe this is um, spread out. It's not just a oh, website. It's not just Space Tech's website. Maybe this is like you start by finding an old blog or a vlog channel pops up on YouTube that's telling this guy's story.
0: Yeah, okay. Or even like, <laughs> like a live journal. Like find an old method,
2: even a MySpace, of... Um can you make a MySpace in the year of our Lord 2018? I think I it's think mostly so. for music, but yes. I don't think anybody's taken MySpace seriously enough to go to MySpace. If we if we started this on MySpace, nobody would find it. Fair, but th- that detail is not really
0: important. To...
2: right. Like,
0: um what are some other old like I mean I old think, website I publishing? Think live things?
2: journal is kind of the the only one that I know is still around that has enough cachet that it would make sense to start it yeah somewhere
0: i'd say live journal that's that's a good enough choice and Cause. it could be you know and i say gregory faust um the reason being it is the german legend of faust is based on a historical figure named johann gregorg uh gregorg faust um so i just figure update that to gregory
1: it's fine i i do have a question um, this is inspired by something I saw when I was doing my master's. Uh, a guy uh, exhibited some artwork at the university I was at, and uh, it was a take on Faust. On the Faust story, it was all just in a in a visual medium, though. And there was never a devil. The character of the devil was always played by either Faust or his uh, love. Hmm. In different scenes, like making the temptation all that stuff um so my
0: question kind of stems from that is there an actual space devil i wasn't gonna say space devil i was gonna say an alien of some kind um that he basically is trying so desperately to get off the planet that he catches the attention of an alien and they're like oh i see what you're trying to do here's the technology to do that but it's going to come with a price and it's something esoteric that he can't like quite understand. Like it's a riddle almost, but it winds up being something very valuable or dear to him personally.
2: Maybe before we figure out anything else, we should figure out what the cost is, because because the the bargain is to get the technology to get off world to make this like not SpaceX space tech. SpaceX, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, space that's why I called it space tech. Yeah, to get space tech to be a fungible thing like that will work. That's the bargain. So like we also need to have the price figured out beforehand. Like what is, how do we turn getting off of world into a, into a, like a cost that is equal to a soul because that is the price of the original, uh, like bargain. Yeah. Faust bargain. Yeah. I mean,
0: Is it like a sacrifice of people? I was about to say, I think it could be interesting. It would be very dark, but it could be very interesting if the cost of space travel and he doesn't realize it. But the first shuttle full of people fails violently.
1: Oh, and it is uh, a price of blood. Let's. Maybe not the first one because that's a little challengery.
2: That's a little mm. challengery,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't even think
0: about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe they get to where they're going, and let's say that they're going to Mars. They want to colonize Mars or they want to like set up a vacation spot on Mars. And there is some sort of alien disease that almost waters of Mars from Doctor Who, like, not kills them. But changes them, and maybe even turns
2: them into the alien. But that's not a personal cost to him True. that is that is a cost, but it is does it it's not the, I don't think it's the same I think I think maybe it has to be if it
1: I agree it needs to be personal, then let's put like his only daughter or, or his only child on the first one. like that was the actual price. like. Yes, you have to give me this many people, but one of them has to be yours.
0: That could work. Yeah, it could be his partner and their daughter because like I like the idea that he has a partner like his, you know, romantic interest who is also a scientist and, you know, was helping him along with this uh until things started to go terribly wrong, until he took a shortcut. Until he took a shortcut. I'm
1: fine if we want to go with, like, the they get to Mars and alien disease happens. Easy. The thing I was thinking of is um, similar to Event Horizon, where in this case, they're going further out. They're leaving the solar system. So it's a hyperspace.
2: Like oh, it's a okay. first
1: step at, you know, sublight drive or an actual, like, light speed drive. Right. And it's very much like hyperspace is hell like it's almost a literal hell dimension and the Where first ship, ship devil's from yeah and the first ship is gonna bring back like his child and partner are going to be like now embodied of this other
0: malevolent thing yeah that I, the original alien was a conduit of or an avatar uh, or something an
2: avatar so, ate someone working for them something like that I like that yeah because I, I I was trying to think the same thing of like, it has to go wrong, and it has to go wrong in if we're going to space, it's got to go wrong in a space way. And I think showing up on Mars and there being a disease there is not the most like, space. exciting way to like be like, hey, space is fucky up here. Well, so,
0: but here's the other thing: the way this is going to be delivered is through audio diary, from him.
2: Yeah, and I think somebody telling me like there was a disease on Mars is like the first thing that happens right before I turn it off forever. You know, like you did make it through rabbits, though. That's very different, and I know we talk about rabbits on this show more than anyone else ever in the history of <laughs> mankind
0: has. Look, you you have Prime Star on the morphin grid, and you have rabbits on Hard
2: Reboot. <laughs> uh, rabbits better keep their fucking dirty hands away from my Prime Star. Uh, but oh my God, uh, don't so don't give them ideas. No, they look. There's not going to be a rabbit season two. They want like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> um, but here's the thing about rabbits, is it it made just it. The Pacific Northwest story is that it makes just enough sense so that when it gets really fucking stupid, you're like, all right, I guess like. Well, I'm very, already invested. I'm already here. I might as well see how dumb this gets. But like, if. If I was having to search out something, like, if rabbits did not come to me every other Tuesday, I would not go find more rabbits, you know? That's fair. Yeah. So, like, the idea of – and if it's an audio diary, then it's only what he knows. It's only what he delivers to us. So if they leave and come back, but they come back wrong, then from his perspective, like, him working through that is your second half.
0: Yeah. Right. Of
2: like they are different and I know they are, but they I can't prove it and they won't say that they are.
0: Jake, what's the film term for things within the narrative and things ex- or outside of the narrative? Do you know what I mean? Um, Like, so something, like that,
2: something that so we like, know that they don't
0: No, Like so let's say that there's music in a scene.
2: Uh, Diagetic.
0: Diagetic. I think it could be really fun to play with that. You know, what is something that the character knows and experiences, and what is something that they don't? Do we, I guess, what it's leading to is this: Do we want this to almost be in real time?
2: Well, no. Space travel takes a long time, buddy. <laughs> even if even if you're going to
0: hyperspeed. Well, no, no, no. Like, if we're laying the groundwork to do like a lot of the older stuff on live journal and things like that. Do we want there to be a portion where there can be interaction with an audience?
1: No,
2: no. Okay. Because as soon as you introduce anyone that you do not have on the team to interact with it, you introduce infinity variables. So
1: yeah, you've got to stick with the story you have scripted. Like you can pretend like there's interaction happening, uh, like what but rabbits it's in the black tapes and all that does, but I, I wouldn't even, I would not even say that that's what they are doing, <laughs> but well, I mean, but they, they do those things like, Oh, we had these forum messengers telling us about all this creepy stuff similar to what we experienced. Right. Well, yeah. And it was just like, we made post.
2: what
0: I think of. And the more I think about it, the more it doesn't work. But what I was thinking about was Everyman man hybrid, um, which is a web series about Slenderman, man. And one of the things is there were videos that would be posted on their YouTube channel, that within the story, the characters could not see them. So people were tweeting them and being like, hey, there's this video, I'm sending you screenshots. And in their world, those screenshots just were black. And when somebody sent them the video, it played like the first three seconds and then it cut out and made something really weird happen. I, I
1: mean, there might be a way to incorporate that, but I think honestly what we're talking about is you have a specific story you want to tell and like if you wanted to like lay a meta narrative over that where someone had discovered these files and was releasing them then maybe you could have that interaction and still do it like scripted and have it part of the program but if we're just going strictly like it is the it is the audience's job to go find these and to find this story then i don't think having that kind of interaction is going to
2: then, Function. yeah, the story is already told. What if, what what, if in... Do we want to do a meta-narrative? I kinda, Go ahead, Jake. I kind of don't. I think I think what we could do is have it be a, like, this thing never happened. Like, it did. Like, in the like in the kayfabe of this world, it did happen. But it happened a while ago. However, well, it doesn't need to be... It needs to be before present day. Like, this is all yeah. over already. Like, we are not mm-hmm. listening to him like in real time it's not like this is my first post i'll be back next week listeners like it's like these are like his his audio diaries of space tech but because of the very end space tech never went public no one ever found out about it so Mm. it could could big air quotes could have existed in our world but it's it went so bad that it was buried interesting I like that, and that a way, lot. And that way we can. I like can, that
0: a lot.
2: That way we can have like massive time jumps in his narrative without having to wait a year. You know, like yeah. we can we can have it be like, okay, you know, uh, it's now a year later than the last one, and it it was only a week for people finding it, but it's been a year, and then oh, this is, you know, they they came back today. You know, I don't. You wouldn't you wouldn't do a big jump between like they left and now they're back. You would want right. to have him being like, oh, I'm worried like, in the middle, but, like, you could do things like that easier if it was, if, it like, the entire, his story had already been finished.
1: I think playing off of what you guys have said, actually, is instead of, instead of strictly following, like, the Bioshock model, what if we're we're actually kind of basing this off of is, uh, Portal 2,
2: when you get down in the caves. The, uh, the... Oh! The old Aperture, like... You kind of yeah, work like, through the the decades with yeah. Cave as it goes. Um, Portal 2 is the sequel. That's to my, fascinating. It's part two of my favorite game ever. So, yeah, I'm on board. Portal
0: yeah. 2.
1: Love me some Portal 2. Is Yes, yeah, you're right, thing. Alan.
2: It is the perfect sequel. It's crazy we'll that know. they made a sequel that was literally perfect. Somehow they <laughs> did it.
0: Let me finish. <laughs> it's a I found it to be an unpopular opinion. I prefer Portal Two over Portal One. That's totally fair because Portal Two told a story, told a story, and Portal One was amazing. And, and the Portal, story Portal that it 1 did totally tell had a
2: story too. I sorry, I get defensive. We could literally talk
0: about Portal all day, but yeah.
2: it's literally my favorite game. So yes, I could. Yeah. <laughs> but let's
0: get back uh, to Faust.
2: But yeah, I, I like that idea in that like it is kind of the like the journey of space tech and like maybe he's like as soon as we get this working we'll go public with it and then because it fucking did not work or it did but then they came back wrong or maybe they didn't and he just thinks they did and that was the the cost oh maybe he just goes crazy like he kind of got some sort of like i don't want to say contact space madness but like contact space madness yeah. Um and the answer to who buried it is Faust. He did. Like yeah. that's got to be his the last thing he does is like I am removing all like you will never have heard hear about well, space tech.
0: I guess what I'm I'm asking and what I'm kind of curious about did it actually happen? Because I could also see like if he gets this contact space madness all of it's a dream, none of it's real.
2: Those, well, those kind of things always feel cheap to me when someone pulls that's that. The That's the, it was a dream the whole time, and you wake up, and it was just a dream. Like, I, I, like, and, and also, you do need to have the first part where he gets contact space mana, so at least that much had to be real, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, right. I, I think, like, okay, it's fine if that's left as, like, a dangling question that's never resolved, like... Um, Jake, was it, was it the Buffy one where she was in that alternate reality and they never actually entered the question? That was the most
0: beautifully done episode of that kind of thing I've ever seen. Uh,
2: normal again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, that is, I'm gonna say it's season six. I think it's episode 14. Cause if I remember Maybe
0: correctly, the last shot of the episode was her basically in a coma surrounded by her family being all sad because she chose...
2: She chose to go to, to go back to Buffy's to world. And yeah, in the normal her world, her, her mom and dad were there. And a doctor was like waving like a flashlight in front of her eyes and saying, like, there's no response. We've lost her. And then the episode cuts off. <laughs> and like, even, like, I think
1: that was well handled. Even just we like refuses to answer the questions about which world is the real world.
2: Yeah, I the my only um, and I, I actually now that I almost said it out loud. I don't have a problem with that because they didn't do anything where like. Oh Willow's there but she's different and that's how because like that right. would that would be like no this is a goof <laughs> if all of her friends are there but they're different then like then it's just a then it's just a wizard lost yeah,
1: thing
2: that's a mm-hmm. wizard of Oz. this is like oh no there's like some the the nurse's name is Willow but looks nothing like her and like they're at the Sunnydale facility but that's yeah. you know it's that's mm-hmm. it um yeah to answer your question uh I mean that could be a way to go. I don't, I don't like leave why leave the
1: dangling question as to what what really was real for Faust or not, but um, at like we were talking about earlier with leaving with who buried it and have Faust definitely bury it, um, from from at least the narrative that we're given, everything he owns and loves has to be dead and in like burning ruins at the end of this.
2: Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. Does he murder his wife and child because he thinks that they are aliens?
0: yes ad, ad, yes
2: i don't know it seems kind of easy but it also seems like exactly how it should go
0: <laughs> yeah it, i mean that might be a classic like the faustian type ideal it, it, it would have to be like he's given
1: he's given the impossible choice like who are you gonna save oh surprise
2: no you can't actually save any of them i don't i don't know if he i don't know if it should be a choice i think it should be like like he goes crazy enough that he is convinced that they are possessed by interdimensional aliens.
0: Yeah, that and you know you no longer see them anymore. Yeah,
2: that and like he's like they. You are not this person. I'm like I have to kill you because you have taken my wife and daughter from me, or my and mom, I'm doing partner, it for the good of the world. It. Yeah, I am saving the world by making sure you don't get out there. Yeah. and then at that point he's like I did already kill the other six people on the flight that came back <laughs> like and then you're like oh he he went crazy a lot because you can do mm-hmm. a time jump and be like oh hey I found the old one where he talks about he did murder six people
1: I, I like that a lot and I was thinking that maybe if we wanted to branch out a little bit from strictly audio if we're going to be on the internet and if we're in magical Christmas land here um, yeah infinite money our dreams uh, come true
2: we got that Amazon money <laughs> do whatever we got want that Amazon uh, money though
0: <laughs>
1: Then, if we wanted to branch out what we could do is have some of it be like um like security cam footage and someone who could be either like the partner or faust is like going through a hall like it's a really weird walk that this person has not had before or does that like look to the camera and their eyes are wrong or something like just little details that like confuse who is actually insane here and just kind of right. deepen that mystery. So we're not sure if this is, like, edited or if this is supposed to be what Faust saw or if this was real. Or it, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, and depending on how we – because if we want to leave it ambiguous, we can't give any we, – we have to give enough clues to both sides, you yeah. know? So that, that that is the trick because, like, if she has a weird walk one day and you're like, oh, that, something's going wrong here, then, like, we also do need to release um, an audio of her coming home and be like, a dog bit me. On the way home yeah. you know like just to, just to put con- like confusion in the air to be like is it real is it not yeah you know, like which one are we going with anytime there's like a weird camera thing it's like is it just a technology issue or is she an alien how yeah. do you feel about
0: having the very last audio diary not be faust
2: it depends on who you're going to say it's it will be.
0: I would say it's a cop. Oh, so like maybe it's like an audio report of what they like found. Like an arrest report? Of what they found. Maybe. And that's the way you can leave it dangling as to what's real, what's not, is you know for a fact the murders were real, but you don't know in what context or anything like that. I think only if
1: Faust has been reduced to a point where mentally on because he either was right and had to murder his possessed like lover and child or because he actually just went insane that he has been reduced to just
2: basically comatose like like either way killing them was like the straw yeah mm-hmm. yeah Maybe instead of a comp, because I don't know if uh, audio arrest reports or audio um, like case logs are a thing. Psychologist or psychiatrist. Or or it could be a 911 call because those are recorded um, and it could be.
1: Like even just like a news clip of like, oh, reclusive billionaire Gregory Faust was committed to a mental hospital this morning.
2: Yeah. uh, After. You know, so, some grisly reports. I that, I think nine one one call works the best because then yeah. you can have. I a, like that a lot. You can have someone telling exactly what they see, but they are being objective about, or well, I guess subjective to them, but objective compared to the reality that we have been living in. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he sees, or if they see two murdered people and Faust like hitting his head against the wall or something, yeah, you know, walking back then, and forth, then that's what we get, and you know like oh there's there's a huge burn mark on the wall but there's no fire like so you don't know like you can you can also give some clues to both outcomes one way or the other what um, if
1: what what if we like i love that i love that idea what if we had a thing like something that that at first comes off as like almost an audio artifact mm. so like like a fuzz of static i guess that's a little cliched for it but like some clue that like it can play on both sides or you know whatever whatever the direction is on it but it's a clue that there is something weird happening okay. and have that play during that 9 call as well so that like furthers it is like regardless of which side is true something is still
2: happening have, have some sort of interference or a technical glitch but have it be the exact same every time technical glitch every time that it want you you want to throw suspicion on it
1: yeah because if, if we can engineer this so that the very end result is that last shot of cloverfield where unremarked by anyone in the very back of the scene a satellite hits the water
2: the satellite falls down yeah and then people are like, is that satellite, the alien, coming down? No, the satellite came down and hit the alien. It was not an alien. It's from Earth. And it woke up now.
1: Also, Cloverfield um, Paradox, it was very good. I don't care about those people who say it. it's garbage. It's I heard
2: it was very bad.
0: It's- I heard it was very good. I, um, it. I heard l- literally nothing good about it. But that you know. to be fair, that was like my buddy Eli, who was like, oh, my God. But he liked the Anyways. Um, I like that. I like there being weird technical glitches that actually have meaning.
2: Here is the only... it's, It's the space devil in the room. What do we do about the space devil? Do we have him say, I was contacted by something from beyond space and time? Or do we have it be like, I met a man who says he can give me the equipment... To get there like like, we hired a new scientist today who we've never heard of before and has like you know doesn't have a lot of record but is showing crazy results and we might be able to to use his tech or his theories to to make this work or do we have like literal like hello I am a space devil do you want to go to space because I can do that for you right now
0: see I like the first idea I don't necessarily like it being an employee because I feel that's traceable. I know that's weird, but in this fake fantasy world that we're building, but, like, there'd be records.
2: I mean, that could be on the website, though. Like, you can have, like, his employer, like, his, mm. his, like, background check and be like, he came up clean. There's not a lot. It's kind of weird, but he's showing results, so we didn't oh, look so at it. so part
0: of this could even be a who
1: done it, Like, a who... Well, and, and even if, like, you dig a little deeper into that employee record and all the trails just go dead. Mm-hmm. They don't lead anywhere. That's, yeah. that's one option. Another option that might work to kind of cloud over that issue is if we establish that Faust has kind, kind of habitually, like, taken credit for things and not credited people who were
2: instrumental and is already kind of a garbage okay. person. Oh, you mean just, like, literally every industrialist? Yeah. Literally every single one ever? Yeah, yeah. It makes sense that he would also be one of them. <laughs> I mean, he is a space baron, so... Yeah. Yeah, you know, you don't get to if he's a reclusive billionaire, you don't make a billion dollars by being a good dude, no matter who you are. <laughs> like you cannot be you ethically cannot be a billionaire in this day and age. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh
1: so I mean that's those are both good options, especially if it's something like there's just happens to be like an employment section like look at our star researchers that brought us here and like several of them will like actually link to universities and be like, "Oh, hey, Kid, you guys host this like fake paper or something like, or, one or of them just, just goes nowhere
2: yeah like you just you, like i mean obviously like mit I, I mean yes in blue sky imagineering dream space mit is like yeah hell yeah we'll put that on our website in the real world um it would probably be like no you can make it look like an mit website but that's the best you can get yeah um, you just whatever. make up a like, dc
1: a dc style city and college name
2: yeah or even Miskatonic
0: university yeah <laughs> You could do, um, you could create a fake scientific journal real easily because there are a ton of scientific journals out there and you could make one quarterly. Almost one. um, And just write up a bunch of garbage. um, Not garbage, obviously. It needs to sound technical and whatever to make it feel more real. So there are more reports that you could read. But well, oh, and even if it's just like
1: only a few links are clickable like because nowadays like sometimes you don't really have the energy to go and actually make a full document. but right. I think like the key point is whatever we do if this one dude just doesn't lead anywhere.
2: Now, here, here's what we do. We make a we make a website that seems like it is a your you know, a Vox media or whatever website and it has like the here is the like most of the first paragraph and a read more and every read more does not go anywhere. Ooh, (laughs) I like that, so it's
0: only the abstracts. I like that. You
2: you get the very little, like, here's this thing, and you click on it, it's like, sorry, this this page cannot be found, or this has been deleted by blah, blah, blah. The other thing I was thinking is, if instead of him, like, hiring someone, he buys a company purported to have the tech that he wants, like, they have made huge leaps, and he's like, got more money than you, and buys them, and that is the bargain. The bargain is I will give you this money, you give me the space tech, but also the other half of the bargain is it's not gonna turn out great for you, a bad person. I,
0: like I don't know if
2: that. I want I don't know if I want the space devil to be super into human morality, but like, you know what I mean? Like a like, yeah, we'll get you to space, but like there's something for us. Like there's there's an extra layer here that you're not reading into. Right. I can dig that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we need? anything anything balance? else no
0: i don't think so not that i can because hmm. i really like the direction that we've taken it that you know we've established what the bargain is we've established the price we've established the who you know i think i think we've got ourselves a pretty decent faustian story I like
2: the, it. Th- the main like the main story has to be told in the audio diaries yeah everything everything icing everything Everything else is is supplementary is is supplementary and like either clues one way or the other or like a you know leading to a bigger mystery um the bigger mystery of like what will happen and like what is going on in the background of these things but i do like the idea of like yeah of like you you find like a space tech website and maybe like you don't actually find the website. You find a mirror of an old website on like mm-hmm. not through the way back machine because I don't think you can like hack that uh, to, you know, to put in an old website, but like, you it, could make you, a fake it. Yeah. You like, you fake it so that like this, this website is gone, but here are, here is the artifact of this website that we have unearthed that like they thought they destroyed. And it like someone went through great pains to try to delete it. But like you can't, get rid of everything you know oh and that could be really interesting because what that could
0: lead to is it's only able to access the parts we want people to access and it's a reason in the world for like contact us is a page 404 because that part was not archived
2: yeah like they can't get to that part of it or like that information has been destroyed but like the 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 hyperlink to the contact page still will take you to a a place but it just like is blank or something mm-hmm. you know i dig that um man i think that might i
1: think we might be wrapped up there on this one i, th- I, think, I think so it. which leads us we have we have one thing we have to do for might go next month but first yeah. what i want to do if my stupid phone will ever work um we've had some reviews we oh have. awesome And I'm finally remembering
2: to do this because I'm a bad host. Hey, welcome. Welcome to being a podcast host, Matt. Sometimes you forget for a year that you need to like say thanks to people and promote the podcast. Yeah. Look, it happens. Okay. So we've got
1: some reviews. Uh, These are all from iTunes and uh, we would love it if you would go in and give us a review. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing for the last year.
2: Yeah, it helps a magical algorithm that no one understands, but L- does literally help. I have found podcasts through reviews, so... Yeah.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're also on Stitcher. We're going to get on Google Play. Uh, we're listed on Podknife. You can review us, any of those places. These are all from uh, iTunes. Our first one is from our buddy and yours, Sky Ertle. Oh, Sky! Yeah. Who has a very good podcast that uh, I think is you know they started out weird with uh with the next mutation and now they're doing animorphs because
0: i think they animorphs? hate quality things well, they're they're doing doing animorphs. Animorphs. they, so did, freaking they excited. did
2: they did marvels in humans they just finished marvels in humans and that uh, was
0: really funny like their stuff
2: on Inhumans I, was really oh funny boy it was hard getting through that. just you can hear them falling apart as people in a way they did not during uh no. <laughs> <laughs> during ninja turtles so ninja turtles at least had no money behind it yeah yeah so
0: definitely check them out. They're awesome.
2: It's called pop yes. culture failure because we didn't say it.
0: <laughs> and their Twitter oh is God. pop culture yeah, or fail- failed pop culture without the E.
1: Okay. Uh, so Sky <laughs> says, listen to these nerds. Create a pitch for an existing property is awesome. I love listening to the creative process in progress. Our
2: Thank next you. review is from Dowd, another friend of ours.
1: Oh yeah! Also
2: has a podcast called the Axelon Archives about Beast Wars. I'm going to be on it in like a month. Also nice. very good stuff. <laughs> uh,
1: he says, "I know what you're thinking, but no, this isn't a gritty sequel of the 1990 CGI animated series. Surprise! There's one of those now. It's not. That's gritty. not reboot.
2: It's it's reboot in name only. It, it, I think it looks good. I just don't think it looks like it needs to be reboot."
0: It's, no. it's the Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Is so, yeah, that what Super it is? Superhuman Samurai
2: Cyber Squad. That's what it but re- is. It's but not with, Reboot. With, but with the Reboot logo and megabytes in it for some fucking for some reason. reason. Anyway, continue, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> he keeps going, wait, don't
1: go. It's even better. Two nerds and a goof. I guess the goof. You're the goof. You're the
2: goof. Yeah, <laughs> you're the nerds. <laughs> come it's, together to what let <laughs> their
1: powers combined and come up with reimaginings of public domain properties with a new genre and a new medium. If you're even remotely aware of the property, then I guarantee you'll enjoy that episode. If not, then don't worry because Jake isn't either and regularly (laughs) exercises his improv muscles because this is the one podcast which he's able to not do research.
2: Yep. Uh, That's not true. I don't do research on a lot of podcasts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, fair. But thank you, Dad. Matt keeps the plates spinning as they attempt to keep their ideas legally distinct from other copyright material that isn't the subject of the episode. Uh, next a, review. A very we have good like five summation. Of these. We have five of these. Oh, uh, hi, shit, yeah.
2: Good thing we had so early.
1: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> our next one is from someone who's, I'm who I am, with a lot of exclamation points. Uh, the title of this one is, This is a Good Time. The other two were cut off, and I didn't feel like making up the ends of your sentences, guys. Sorry. Um, digging for it. I love hearing your guys' ideas and would love to join in if you don't mind one more. Uh, we're thinking about doing some guests this
2: year yeah we we've we've thought about this year um i don't know if it will be i think maybe the first three back will be us just trying to regroup mm-hmm. uh, as to how to do the the old the regular format and then maybe the next six or so am i trying and to we, have guests on
0: we do already have one claimed i feel like it's important to mention that
2: yeah well i mean and one that is very is tentative because yeah if yeah if we if it rolls you know then that nah. but yeah we, we've been thinking about having guests on um because I think that would be fun to do. Yeah, it'd be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did not know who this person was until just recently, but I do now. This is uh, Melissa Allen. Uh, Allen oh, Melissa. I just met her recently. Um, she says, charming, affable hosts come up with wild stories together every month and always leave me entertained. I wish there was more of this show. It's such a mood booster. It makes me want to be a better friend and a better storyteller.
2: Oh, thank you. I also know Melissa. The power okay. of friendship, y'all. <laughs> I have met her on online, so so nice. thank you, I'm Melissa.
1: Uh, this is uh, – I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't know. I apologize. Uh, this right.
2: is from – She's going to be on a Spectre at some point. Oh, okay. awesome. Uh,
1: this yeah. is another title that is cut off, and I can't – I don't want to make up the rest of that sentence. So uh, this is from username EpiSG7. I wonder if that's Stargate yeah. reference. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. They say, a really fun way to reimagine classic properties in some strange and different and fun ways. There have been a bunch of things that they created that I now
0: wish would really exist.
1: Man, so do I.
0: Same. We still gotta get on that Dorian Gray board game. And
1: I just wanna binge all of Vice, so... Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, Netflix, Amazon...
1: What's up. Listen, if John Rogers ever yeah. wants to make any of our stuff, yes.
2: I mean, here's the thing, though. If one of those places contacts us, I'm I am going to throw everything else under the bus to get sequinox made. So I'm sorry. You vice contact will me and I'll be there. a little
1: bit more equitable.
2: Um, yeah, I no, I will. I will fight. <laughs> I, will, I will fight to make sequinox happen first. That's that's just that's just me, though. So call Matt if you want vice. Well, to I get mean, made you literally first. have
0: a tattoo of it on your body.
2: I did get a tattooed. I'm wearing a shirt right now. It's my favorite thing to done. <laughs> If
0: you're interested in Sequinox,
1: please contact Hey Jake and Josh Industries. Uh, any of the hard reboot stuff, hit me up. Uh, yeah, it's a subsidiary of Hey Jake and Josh
2: Industries. Well, so, thank you all uh, thank so you. much for the reviews. Yeah, yeah. really appreciate it. I help. Uh, I regularly will go on to. I've seen. I've I've read all of these, and I also keep forgetting to mention them on the podcast. But I will regularly go on to uh, any of the shows that I do and just check out reviews as like a good mood booster. So, uh, really, really appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you guys. Um. Thank you, everybody.
1: Uh, I guess that means there's only one thing left to do, and yeah. I've got
2: the random number
1: generator
0: ready. All right, roll it up, Alan. There so are. So after me, it is Matt, right? Yes. Yes. So your number is five. One, two,
1: three,
0: four. Oh, five. Nope. I have it going from three to twenty. So five is Frankenstein.
1: Okay. Mmm.
0: I'm jealous. <laughs> so what's the genre?
1: The genre is gonna be this is gonna You're be like romance. No, it's a, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna well, be tender
2: hooks, Matt. Say it. <laughs> spit it out. I'm trying
1: to phrase it. It's it's I gonna shiver be a kid's adventure. Possession. It's gonna be a kid's adventure.
2: Ooh. Okay, hell yeah.
1: And I have cool. right? I have a good medium in place that we have not done yet, and I'm very excited to do it. I,
2: I didn't know there were mediums we hadn't done yet. I figured with board game, oh, we, you're oh shit, we still got cave etchings, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's one of them.
2: Uh, all right, well, I'm very excited to do uh, a kid's adventure with Frankenstein. I love me a Frankenstein. BT dubs is my favorite of the Universal Monsters, so I'm very excited.
0: Oh, they're very, right. they, they sure can be very good.
2: I'm very excited. I think
0: it'll be a lot of fun.
2: All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us then
1: this month. Yeah. And canonically, we still don't know how to end these.
2: So I've been Alan. I've been Matt. I've been Jake. And you've been rebooted. No, they haven't. Still not. They're the same. They're the same people. They have always been Alan. So I'm trying to make you've been rebooted happen.
0: (laughs) Okay. Bye. You can find us on Twitter at rebootcast or email us hardreboot at fifthdraw.com. Alan Sells can be found at Alan underscore Sells on Twitter. Matt Hoadley can be found at Matt holdley, And Jake Mason can be found at JJ underscore Mason.
1: Hard Reboot is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike 4.0 international license. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org. Commons.org.